0: Right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Triumphant Return from the land of the rising sun of crispy business. Sisalous Sicilous. Sizzle Sicerie <laughs> <Sizzle. Sizzle. laughs> I
1: should have figured out what that word was.
0: Sicury. Oh, for sizzle? Yeah. yeah. And I am just a landowner in the Massachusetts colony being falsely accused of witchcraft by a bunch of dumb teenage girls who don't know how to shut the hell up.
2: Anthony. And um I'm those kids accusing you because you are a witch. A witch, a witchy bitch. I'm Brian.
1: I am the worst witch. Joe. <laughs> I have no
3: idea. I'm on a, I'm I'm a bystander completely clueless but here for the fun. Jen. Are,
2: are you is that We're a just thing doing or witches. is that just what you are? I don't know. <laughs> We're just doing witches.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I was doing person falsely accused of a thing i didn't do by girls who like drama and like to lie but all
3: right. well here i am um i'm a teenager who does terrible things that have horrible consequences that never impact me and um my dad's satan my name is jen you could have just hey. stopped at that
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know we all got the sabrina reference
3: everything about that was phenomenal thank
0: you you know that's just gonna continue
3: i it's gonna i I feel like if it continues too much longer, I might actually give up. <laughs> like I might just have. See, to yeah, I like so
0: much the show so... around it. As long as Aunt Zelda and Aunt Hilda are there, I'm okay with it.
1: Zelda and Hilda are the way. That's fair. Because
0: literally, this last season is the worst. She really is just. I'm going to do this thing I shouldn't do. That's uh, no work out for me. Hey, can you not give the witches back their powers till we can supervise it? No, we're gonna have a fucking kegger. <laughs> and we're gonna fucking murder a carnival. That's not work out yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: <laughs> I like the one where it's like, oh, don't do these terrible things, person who's competing against me, but I'm gonna literally in three seconds do terrible things to you and make you get trapped in an alternate like in time and space. Yeah. But you know, sounds but like Sabrina do to as me. I do. <laughs> do as I say, but not as I do. And also I'm gonna just be okay.
2: Listen, that's Sabrina's Jingle Jangle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, her jingle jingle? that's her Jingle
0: Jangle? That's her Jingle Jangle. Something so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, let's just go yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, Just roll with it. You know what the best part of Riverdale is? Riverdale? Jingle Jangle is now one of the least ridiculous things with what's been going Fair on. Fair enough. Oh
3: my god. Fair enough. I got to catch up. Like, like, le- like. God.
1: Okay, you know what? We should have a, a Riverdale episode one of these days we Oh my We god. Just, Once we just We should all watch. Okay, I'll catch
0: up. I actually watched a video on YouTube and it was a YouTube channel that likes to do timelines and he did the timeline of Riverdale. <laughs> At some point in the middle, he, the guy just went. <sighs> <sighs> okay, so <and> like, <laughs> it's an it's a forty five minute video. Oh yeah, it has to be just going over the timeline. That's oh. great.
2: That's great. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's get into our comics that we haven't been able to do in a while, Jace, which is nice. Um, we're not going to have a group comic this week because uh, there was a lot of comics to catch up on. We couldn't really uh, do it. <laughs> so uh, so let's just talk about our individual comics. Um, I will start us off because I'm going to be reading about a comic or talking about a comic that comes out today because I am a time traveler.
1: I think we're all time travelers <laughs> We're all time now. travelers. It's true.
2: Uh, I picked up this uh, this book. Uh, it's called Finger Guns pew, 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 by, yeah. uh, by Scout Comics. Uh, I only picked up this comic because the, the, the cover is very nice and it has my last name on it. So uh, I had to pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> I wrote this book. I don't know if you know this oh, or not. Wow. So, you know, I'm going to talk about it. And the the book is, uh, the, the art is not bad. The art is kind of very much uh, kind of paper girls-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So it's an art pop t- type of stuff. Yeah and at first because it was like that though i was like oh wow is this taking place in the 80s no it takes place now like at like three or four panels in there's an iphone it's like okay all right that's fine
0: uh, Doesn't it always just throw you off? Though? It, it does. That art to me is like '80s is art to 80s me. '80s art, exactly. Even though I wish '80s art looked like that. But Agreed. <laughs> whenever that happens, too, I'm like, "Oh, it's supposed to be the '80s," and then someone like pulls up in like a Tesla. I'm like, "Oh, okay, nope, mm. never now. mind. Why do you have a cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but basically, it's about a kid. He uh, he discovers that his fingers, uh, if he does a finger gun at something, he can make it uh, uh, make that person or that animal or that thing. Uh, become irrationally angry for a short amount of time, huh. and so uh, it's not really explained. It's just one of those like, huh? Okay. And then he just goes around. Uh, but he also realizes that it only works for his left hand, not for his right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> lefties. Here we go. Right? Uh, or if he uses both hands at the same time, like uh, like he's mm-hmm. holding it, uh, that also works. Uh, so you know he's going through. It's like all right, cool. This is this is. I don't know what I'm going to use this for, but this is kind of fun. Mm. I'm at the mall. I'm, you know, making animals and people doing things, making finger guns, pew, pew. And so he makes one dude, like, irrationally angry. And then the dude all of a sudden calms down. And, like, he looks over, and a chick is making a finger gun. And he's like, hey, did you do that? So she can do it by uh, making them calm. Oh. So, but what you come to find out is it's actually how many fingers they use. Oh. <gasps> Is what it does. So she was only ever using one finger, and calming people down. He was only ever using two fingers, which makes, makes him angry. Well, because
0: only a psychopath uses one finger. I know, right? You need to have two fingers yeah. for a finger gun. I
2: Everybody in knows sideways,
1: that. And sideways, so it's you know. Well, only
0: kill no, no, no. no, that's
2: a kill shot. That you would kill someone. You
1: Jim. always kill shot. That's the point <laughs> of Won't the finger gun. Let me fucked up to
0: open that book. He turns to the side, side and kills kill someone. someone.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, and then they come to find out that it also works on them because they're like, oh, well, maybe it doesn't work on us, you know, and she, so she tries it on him and he just is like, oh, I I really didn't in- enjoy that at all. This is <laughs> this is terrible to do someone to someone. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, okay. The the book ends with uh, you find out her parents are like uh very angry people like they're about Ooh. to lose their house and they're arguing so she, like she comes into the kitchen with using one finger and that's how the book ends so we'll find out what happens next week on cool. on finger guns finger bang bang you into your heart <laughs> 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 uh but it's fun i i, I you enjoy it i again i only write it because it has my name on it and uh i will be continuing to read it both because my has my name on it and it's it seems to be a fun book okay so yeah, that's my that's my book. Finger Guns number one. Uh, what about you, Jen? What did you read?
3: So um, I wanted to catch up on Marauders, especially considering where I left it was issue six, where um, Kate dies or Ooh, she drowns. Still Kitty. It's okay. Yeah, it's Kitty. Um, <laughs> so um, in the time we're gone, seven and eight have come out. Wow. So I got to read two. Ooh. Which um, so seven is. A completely separate story. Okay, um, it is about Callisto meeting up with Emma to become the White Knight. Okay, um, for their little group, they talk to some people. It's all good. Um, she basically, they want her since people don't like Emma. They want her to be somebody who can connect more with humans and maybe sort of be a better.
0: They don't like Callisto either. Well, like no one likes her. No. Well, (laughs)
3: I'm just saying the things that Emma said out of her mouth. I can't tell you what's really going on. (laughs) Like that's all I've got. Um, And we do find out Lockheed is not dead, um, which is nice. It's a twist. Um, I did appreciate the like the little um, you know how they do their little um, story blob like. Interjections. Oh, gotcha! Pages. Gotcha! The yeah, yeah. The letters. First, the very first page is basically somebody sending an anonymous text to Kitty, being like, "Hey, so they there's this one group that bought medicine from you guys, and then they bought poison from somebody else, and it, you should check this out because people are gonna die." But she's, but issue if, if eight will tell you she's dead. Yeah, she's dead. Dead. She So did. everybody's gonna find out real fast if she uh, gets to come back or not. <laughs> because she's dead. Um, there were some really great scenes in that one, particularly um, just everyone coming to realize because they are meet at the rendezvous point and they're like, she isn't here. She was supposed to be here yesterday. So Bishop goes and he's like, something's obviously wrong, goes and tries to find her and finds her, unfortunately, dead. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he r- manages to psychically re- reach out to Emma and so Emma has to see her dead. Um, and then they all go to like it's this book is very much the realization and the really it's the part two of issue six issue seven was a little bit more political a little bit more um you know they did some talking there was a a little bit about the quiet council Uh because kitty wasn't on the quiet council they're like she abstained it's like because she's dead
2: um, <laughs> well she's quiet she's being <laughs> the most amount of quiet oh, you can be yeah,
3: yeah. she's winning this <laughs> she's winning <laughs> I know you're all arguing and making debates and like voting on laws but Kitty is winning by you know not being there yeah <laughs> um, so uh, we get this really awesome scene where you you were talking um, Iceman like they tell him off screen but the f- so the first time you see him he like loses his shit <laughs> because bishop is on this ship or that has been um that has all all the what's the name it's not the what's the name of the group the verity or whatever oh yeah the, yeah. the people who Veritas. are like Veritas. Veritas. yeah thank you um they the people who hate the mutants yeah uh, um so they're trying to like shoot bishop and then just iceman just like comes on in and it is just cold. He doesn't even, like, shoot things at them or anything. He just makes it so cold. And, like, you watch them, like, start to enter, like, all the stages of hypothermia. And he's like, <laughs> he's, like this is one guy. He's, like, I'm burning up. And they're like, yeah. And so Bishop stops him because, like, rule number one, kill no humans. But on the other hand, he's like, well, you know, if you get frostbite, you're never quite right ever again. And you're just <laughs> like, um, so... We do find out, like, Lockheed has been saved, and he's chilling out with uh, a family on uh ha. ha,
0: He's chilling out. He's
3: chilling out. <laughs> um, and
0: see, that's where the problem's going to be, because I think mm-hmm. Sebastian Shaw should have 100% made sure Lockheed was dead. Yeah. Because yeah. he can speak English, mm-hmm. and he is in love with Kitty, so he'd be mad, and he also has a friendship with Emma.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that's not going to last. Um... Oh, uh, Storm also finds out. and She has this really big talk with Emma, and they're both obviously distraught, but yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where the next issue is, because now we come full on to that whole, all right, well, she can't walk through the gates. Can we bring her back? Yeah. So, So there's a lot coming on.
2: Yeah. I, I th- yeah, are you gonna find out maybe at the uh, in X Force number twelve? There's gonna be another letter from Professor X. So I, uh, <laughs> so I murdered this bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just
3: like a mid panel and like Excalibur. Yeah. It's like a little. I was like, oh, I made a, I, I made a clone of Kitty, and it was, it didn't work out right, and that's why I can't come through or yeah, so like. Yeah,
2: they need to realize that they might not be able to be brought back. So you know, <laughs> or.
3: Ooh, what if it? Kitty was one of those like made up humans. But no, she wouldn't be able to face. Never mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, <sighs> no, no. We we know for a fact Kitty is not you. No, it that is. Has yes. been no, no, incredibly no, no. established in no, no, the No, 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 no. Marvel. I just.
3: I, no, 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 no. I mean, in these issues, and that's the reason why. I'm just thinking, I'm just I'm just snowballing. Yeah. Because I've I got st- no more information. I still it's going come dead. down
0: to Krakoa doesn't want her on the island. So yeah. So now it's going to be, does Krakoa want her to come back to life?
3: I just. I just, I'm curious if there's so many so many things going on on the island and so many people who've got, like, power and, like, a vested interest uh-huh. that it's always like, okay, is it the physical island? Is Professor X? Is it Moira? Is it, you know, is it somebody else? Mm-hmm. Is
0: it Apocalypse? Is it
3: Apocalypse? Or... I mean, there's... When you put all the mutants on there, all the bad ones are on there, too. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was a good read. It definitely moved it along. Um, but I still, I, I feel like with this series... It, particularly every issue is good Uh but it and at the same time you're like oh my god i'm gonna learn everything in the next issue and it's like no you're not
0: yeah (laughs) you just get a new question a new
3: question is she dead yes but what does that mean i don't know i'll find out in two weeks or something
2: (laughs) next bet time next (laughs) bet all right well uh so yeah that was what a marauder seven and eight
1: Yes, nice,
2: nice. All right. And Anthony, what about you? What did you read?
0: Well, actually, Joey and I read the same book this Ooh, week, yes, we so did. we're gonna do yes, a double feature yeah. because it's a it's a book you kind of have to discuss. Yeah. Because okay. uh, it's the Fantastic Four X Men.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
0: will say right off, right off the bat, Dodson always kills it. Oh yeah. And Zdarsky killed this issue. It's like, great. So so who do they murder then? So well <laughs> well <laughs> now that you say that that's probably gonna happen.
1: Someone's dying.
0: Basically, uh, Professor X calls Kitty to his office to meet with him, and he's like, hey, we need to go recruit Franklin. And Kitty's like, oh, that's not going to go over well. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's great. He, 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 Professor X is like, that's great, but we need to recruit Franklin, and you have a history with Franklin. He likes you. Yep, they uh, back
1: to FFX-Men number one through four, where mm-hmm. she was actually trapped by Doom, exactly. tra- trying yeah, to be yeah. healed. And-,
0: and then he's like, you know, he's like, when Reed and Franklin went and created the new multiverse, uh, they... Franklin aged differently so now he's a young man he's not a kid anymore he's a person who can figure his own stuff out and he cares about you and they flash to Reed doing dumb Reed shit
1: you know that so one of the things that's a problematic for Franklin is that in this multiverse as he was creating more universes the energy that he was tapping into that re- repunishes for humans for, for mm-hmm. people who have powers and mutants mm-hmm. uh I, I read God, power. God powers it's basically just another energy field, essentially that just constantly gets regenerated. Uh-huh. Um, his is not regenerating, uh-huh. and it's been a while. They have mentioned this, you know, for a while that he is not actually completely. He's an omega level mutant that doesn't have the ability to use his powers. Right? Not at the, actually, he doesn't have as much of his powers because he can't replenish that that energy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they show Reed trying to quote fix him. <laughs> That's you always going to work. Big well. quote. Big quotes. Because oh. um, it
0: looks like he's trying to study him more than. Fix
1: him. Yeah, it's very, it's much like, um, Uh well, things happen. He can't fix him, obviously, and it's been quite a while now. And uh, you see Franklin, like, storm off like a young man would do because he's upset. And he goes and meets with Ben. And he's, him and Ben are talking and Ben's, you know, it's hey, your dad's a good guy. You know, don't be that upset. He can't fix everything. He's only human. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Franklin's like, yeah, but why are you and me the only thing he can't fix? He spends all day fixing the universe day in and day out. All these random things that none of us think to fix, but he can't fix us. And Ben's like, ah, your dad's a good guy. Just, you know, what, you're yeah. upset right now, but you'll understand, you know, later in life. He's a good dad. He's a good father. You, you know, it, it'll be OK. You're just upset right now. But
0: it's a good that point. Mean, that it's is a real a good point. Very yeah. good point. It's a really good point. And there's a cool the letters page in this one, actually, yes. is Reed, who's saying, like, I don't actually know everything. There are people who are smarter than me. He goes, for instance, yeah. this one person theorized that all superheroes get their energies from the uh, alternate dimensions that are limitless power, which is actually how Cyclops' power works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she calls it the God energy. He goes, and I've never been able to figure out, he's like, why we are able to output more powers, like me and Sue and Ben. We are able to output more a- energy than we our bodies can produce. Mm-hmm. So my theory to that is, I think when Franklin recreated the multiverse, he may not have recreated his dimension that, mm-hmm. he get, that his power comes from. Ooh. I have a feeling when he was recreating it, because... If Reed didn't know about this, since it seems like Reed only learned about this now that he's been researching,
1: yeah, because it, it was a journal entry or scientific data yeah. entry. So mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely seems like he just learned it. And yeah. this
0: this thing with Franklin's powers has only kind of popped up since they came back. Yeah. So if he didn't know about it, he wouldn't know to tell Franklin, "Hey, we need to recreate this one hyper specific dimension for you." Um, it was good when the FF show up. Uh. Actually, when the FF, or when the Fantastic Four show, or sorry, the X Men show up, uh, they are not really the aggressors at first. That starts off real aggressive and it had
1: just Sue, calmer
0: tones if
1: you know what the, Sue is definitely the yo girl you need to chill out
0: like Magneto <laughs> was being a dick yes but Sue was going no, from zero no, no, to bitch real quick i mean from the very quick. beginning
1: you've got you've got Franklin and Ben sitting in a cafe and then the x men are outside of the cafe doing just nothing. doing nothing they want to come and talk to Franklin mind you yes there's absolutely something oddly nefarious going on i'm not saying there isn't but Nobody really knows that. Sue so Wolverine is walking and in and she's like, "Boom, fight. force fields up." She's like, "You ain't all. None of you are going in there." And Franklin's like, "What the hell is going on?" He goes, "She's like, go back inside. Don't even come out here." And it's like, yeah. "Yo, he's he's like kind of a young man at this point. He's not going to listen to you anymore." <laughs> so where do
2: you think this takes place? Because Kitty is in this book.
1: Okay, so See, I don't know. I I think it could be. <laughs> I think she has been cloned. I I think there well, is either multiples if it's supposed to be going on at the same time. Or, because Storm's in this book as well. That's what I'm saying. Or
0: this could just take place before, because she's still doing Marauder's missions in this book.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, and the yeah. way this
0: ends, this isn't one of those things, this doesn't end in a way where it's like, well, that couldn't have happened What plus this. Right. The way this issue ends, it's like, so basically they go to recruit him. Kitty does her job. Yeah. And she talks to Franklin, and Franklin's like, I really, like, I actually do want to go to Krakoa. Like, I don't.
1: Yeah, he he says he he says I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I don't want to go, but I I do kind of want to see if there's anything more for me out there. And then Reed. What well, he something. says, I
0: want to have the option. I want.
1: Right. And then well, Kitty's like,
0: well, there's a gate right there. Right. Yeah.
1: And the, one of the big problems is is that the FF, his family, are all trying to protect him from these mutants. And then when they finally do sit down and talk, the mutants are being far more calm about things. Than the family's being. So it looks like the F and not looks like the FF are the aggressors. Well, and the mutants
0: are talking to Franklin. They're like, hey, you can do this. Whereas the FF is talking like he is property. Actually, flat out says he goes, you don't own him. He's not property. Uh,
1: The difference is, though, he's still a child. He isn't an adult. He is actually 16 or or, or some age around there.
0: It's 16 because Reed says he's like, you could have just waited four years and this would have worked itself out. Then he could have chosen. And that's when Xavier's like, he's like, yeah, well. He's like, my kids didn't have a choice to wait until they were eighteen. For right, they had and, to and
1: the thing is, the F, the the X Men in the beginning also are all also talking about going and talking to Franklin, and they're and every good amount of them are like, I don't think that's gonna go very well. The last time we saw the FF, they were not happy yeah. with us. Yeah, and it it really shows the FF as the aggressors, which is not how they are in almost mm-hmm. any situation. But it has to do with their kid. So mm-hmm. yeah,
2: I wonder if um if either in one of the subsequent issues that they'll send um. Uh, Wolverine's clone. whatever the hell her name is? Oh, um, Laura. I, yeah, Laura. Because, they don't have to by the end of this issue. You. Know, I'm sure, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, I would wonder because she did babysit them. See, I don't know if that happened now though. I know. I, I just the thing. Even though it was a great bunch that, of issues, because it me off if it didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because they're saying that X Men FF or sorry FF X Men from from uh the one through four did happen already. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna say that happened as well.
0: Okay. Oh, I just mean because Laura seems to be so off model. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's happened with Laura. So anymore. does Kitty at this yeah, point yeah. though. True. So. But see it's not, because that's this is how Kitty was when she was on Excalibur. At least I know this. So she's regressed to what, it just it seems hard to what that's a different yeah, book. No, that's a different book. Anyways, yeah, yeah. this book
1: <laughs> You you find out.
0: Joe and I were like, everybody in this book is right. They're all right. Except for one person. Yeah. So Franklin's like, I'm gonna go through the fucking gate. Mm-hmm. And then right. he does and it doesn't work.
1: Oh, <gasps>
0: And then Reed kiddies. has to and then confess Reed, something.
1: Reed comes clean, and he, to be entirely honest, I don't know why he opened his mouth. He probably should not have said, told anybody what he did. Uh-huh. But much like when Franklin was a younger when he was a young boy, and they put mind blocks on him, but they had Professor X do that. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the course of this kid's life, they have constantly put power dampeners on him because he was a little kid who had emotions he couldn't control.
2: Yeah.
1: Now he's a hormonal teenager who has emotions he can't control. It's still not okay. Reed put uh, nanites in him, basically, that made it so that it...
0: It masked his, his
1: mutant signature, so his mutant signature as he went through the gate didn't work.
0: <laughs> and he was doing oh it apparently God. while he was supposed to be figuring out why power, famous why powers are draining. He's, being deep he's deep like, powers. really, he you is. were supposed to be fixing me, not this. Is, well, I know, but. And oh. there's no, there's no, any,
1: oh. any excuse that was brought in was not worth it. It was very like, dude. Yeah, so also, then, like, is
2: his power dampener is also not allowing him to, you know, maybe also not getting his powers back? Because I, I know that that happened afterwards, but is that also
0: This one, it seems like right now, what is happening is every time he uses his powers to fix something, however yeah. much he uses, it gets depleted by that much and not replenished anymore. Yeah. yeah. It even reads like, oh, shit. So then yeah. like Ben bitches him out. Like, Ben's like, what the hell? Like, why would you do that to your son? Well, Franklin
1: runs off. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, like, or, right, he, they think he's in his room, but he, like, runs off. And, uh... Um, well, he is in
0: his room at first. And at then first. fucking and then Valeria comes and... along. She's like, oh. you know, fuck this place, right? Yeah. She, she's, like, <laughs>
1: she's like, yo, you, you should probably go to Krakoa if that's what you want to do. He's like, well,
0: we have trackers in us. She goes, and? And, and, She's please. like, those, those are meant to be tampered with. And <laughs> yeah. It's, the great part is, uh... When they go back to the island, Professor X looks at Kitty. He goes, I think Reed was right. She goes, Oh, he goes, this is about to work itself out. And then Scott's like, Did we get him? He's like, No, but he's going to come to us now. That I can promise you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So, yeah, Franklin Franklin and Valeria fuck the fuck off and still wait on the ship. Yeah, they still (laughs) wait on the
1: ship. And uh, when Kitty finds them, she's like whoa what what the hell is this what are you doing and, and he's like well I wanted to see the thing but she's human what and is she here for and she's she like says I the just most wanna-
0: creepy shit. <laughs>
1: she- val is a really messed up kid oh yeah but she she looks up she' goes oh it's okay I just wanted to make sure my brother got to where he was going and I want his room
0: <laughs> yeah and then she goes and I also want to see the island I want to see some I things, to like, see some things. You know, I'm, I'm like X-Men don't ever let her on the oh, island don't let her don't on the island no one realizes that she's the real ch- super villain of Marvel comics yeah <laughs> uh, and then it ends in a great way because oh, they phenomenal. think they run across rocks but it's fucking Doctor Doom it's nice. so great and, oh. it, and it goes
1: to Franklin explaining he's like because I'm also a mutant and a super, peer, a super being with the Fantastic Four I have a lot more enemies than most people do and it's Doom like just just picking the boat up basically and and like what are you doing here where's your dad yeah
0: (laughs) and that's how it ends it's so good it was a good zidarski killed it it's a great book oh wow awesome and i totally i mean sue and reed sue acted a little rational but everybody has a good reason for why their opinion is what it is in the book
1: it it completely reads talking to Professor X during it, and when they kind of start a bit of a fight with Magneto, mm-hmm. and, and and to a degree, I completely see where Reed and Sue are coming from. Yeah. They have fought for their children this entire time; those are their babies. Yeah. I get that, but. Professor X, Magneto, all of them are like, "You're acting like Mike Franklin's normal. He's not normal." And they're like, "He's gonna have the choice to be whatever he wants to be, and I want him with our family." And they're all like, "You treat him differently. You treat him not good. They're very, they're very like. It's cool. almost like a like segregation. And like. Professor X brings yeah.
0: up a good point. He's like, "You like, we also know what's happening with his powers. Mm-hmm. We can probably fix them." And he's like, "But it's for me to fix." Them. They're like, "Maybe it's not right. Yeah. Is, has it worked?" Yeah.
3: Right. And when you were supposed to be doing it, you were doing well, whatever the heck you he wanted. Franklin didn't know that yet. Yeah,
0: th- yeah, none of them knew that yet. There is a great thing where like so they're about to go through the gate and uh, Johnny attacks Kitty, which doesn't work because she's like, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, he's like, and you're a kidnapper? She goes, I am not. She says, he came of his own free will. You know, he does have that. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, Franklin can literally be whoever he wants to be or yeah. whatever he wants
0: to be. <laughs> and that's kind of the point of it. And like <laughs> Professor Rex does make a good point, like Give us a chance to fix it. Maybe we'll be able to fix this. I do have a feeling that way of fixing it would be to kill him and bring him back to life.
1: But yeah, I, I yeah, there's definitely nefarious things happening here. But I mean, they don't know that, or, or maybe they. You know what? Sue has really good intuition to things. Maybe.
0: I mean, there's definitely something nefarious. Only in that, like, it felt a little awkward with Professor X bringing Kitty along purely as a tool to recruit Franklin. I yeah. mean.
3: When he but like ninety five percent of this series is mildly like <laughs> uneasy, uneasy. <Yeah. laughs> Especially I, if there's see, professor X in your book is going to like
0: because he's got Exodus on the island, mm-hmm. who is a mutant that you don't want to have around unless you need them. Mm-hmm. He's got Jamie Matt uh, 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 Braddock, yeah. mm-hmm. who is you know a universal Omega level reality altering human that's mentally unstable like Exodus. <laughs> you've got apocalypse you really want franklin all the mutants you have they all have reality altering powers yeah or matter altering powers yep what hey. are you doing is
3: um the string mutant braddock isn't he in um fairy world
0: yes right now okay but the the thing is he never should have been brought back to life that's fair you no, no, should no, have no. left that's fair. him dead that's fair. yeah oh yeah they were uh
2: they were definitely wondering why the hell they brought his, their brother back.
0: <laughs> oh, he <laughs> I mean, earned that death. There yes. is a, a, uh, yeah, Bet- Betsy snapped his neck. Well, she psychically had Brian snap his neck because if she didn't, he was going to bring all realities that ever existed to a nexus point and cause a new Big Bang because yep. he was bored.
3: Yeah.
2: oh oh nice it's like a whole thing alright oh. so uh that's uh X-Men Fantastic Four number one number two is coming out this week yeah
1: I think it's so out today
2: yeah comes out today it was yeah oh yeah. I haven't read it yet yeah no but this one was amazing yeah <laughs> yeah so, number one was wonderful pick it up Yep, yeah, pick it up pick up number two pick up number one pick them all up cause uh X-Men the, this entire thing is being overseen and done very well yeah for almost every single thing. Yeah. Even the ones we don't like. It's like, well, at least I can see what was supposed to happen. I know I know the point of the book. Yeah, the point of the book. Exactly, exactly. Alright, so that'll do it for our comics. Like I said, there is no group comic this week. Oh uh, do But we had a somewhat of a group comic with that X-Men Fantastic yeah. Four. So uh let's move on to our news segment. <laughs> so, so big news. Uh Dan DiDio is uh
0: is oot of the dc and apparently it was like semi-dramatic yeah what what's up jen who is he so he is the <laughs> so the way dc's pro, uh, structure works mm-hmm. um is there's no one head all there there is now there is now there's there was traditionally never not one head of dc comics you had usually there was the um ceo and publisher so that would be that was jim lee And then you had editor in chief and co publisher because technically DC Comics does not publish their books. Jim Lee and Didio published them. I don't know why it's built that way, but it is. Yeah, it's It's an old thing from when they used to do books. Yeah. Uh, but basically he was one of the two bosses. Uh, Didio, I I like Jim Lee, but he really was just there. A lot of the creative decisions that were pushed through were Didio. Unfortunately, Didio is the Uh. one who pushed through like fifty two.
2: Um. Issuing the really terrible uh comeback from Batman Dam or the fallout from Batman Dam's. Yeah. Um, uh
0: where they withdrew the penis issue and then pretended they didn't know about okay. it. He's the one who was rebirth, which wasn't actually what they sold. He was responsible He was the Walmart books and stuff
2: like oh. that. Yeah. The thing is I can understand all of his decisions. They just his reactions to them weren't great. And
0: and this is the thing we said after a meeting we all had with him once, a bunch of retailers, and I was like I just think Dan Didio is working in the comic industry of the 1980s, and that's not what the industry is anymore. Yeah. So apparently on uh, Friday he came into work and was fired a half hour later. And he walked out of work. Walked right back out, and then they told all the executives afterwards. Yep. Um,
1: Humor being what it is, Comics Pro was going on at the same time, and Comics Pro is a big industry thing. We, If you were listening to the podcast last year, we did talk about it. Uh-huh. uh they didn't even know there until about four or five hours later. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Which all, all apparently the DC a bunch of them there like <laughs> disappeared after they all found out. They they all got their phones out and apparently they all disappeared. Yep. Um, there's all, there's no real concrete information. Um, the rumor is part of this is over 5G mm-hmm. because apparently a lot of the writers are not happy with. They don't want 5G. They don't want to retire the heroes and bring in new legacies. They don't want to change the timeline to current. But the other problem is it's already being printed. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So yeah, there's I and mean, you can't
3: really go back from that. Uh,
0: and a big problem, apparently, a big person he he bristled against was Scott Snyder, who apparently he, no he does Scott Snyder has a lot of power in DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, and and it's
2: it, it's very interesting because this this industry is very um um closed pretty mm-hmm. much. So like. For he himself, like I'm sure he might be able to get a job like in the newspaper industry or somewhere else, but in the comic industry, probably not. He'll
0: oh. probably get a comic. He'll probably get a job writing a couple comics here and there. If that, but that's that. Whereas okay.
2: if Jim Lee were to leave, he can do one, you know, one cover a month, just draw one cover a month and still be gold. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he could do some sketch
0: commissions and be mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. You know, so it's it's one okay. thing it's that weird. is not true, and I'm ty- I, I have been i have been i've seen this actually was this po- was posted in the uh dc forum and i actually have been getting people messaging me um people need to learn what websites are clickbait yeah Yes. uh no marvel is not taking over dc comics no Mm-mm. i have now seen a comicbook.com reported it which is a clickbait site yeah um Cos, com, cosmic News, which is spelled like comics. Yeah, not only is that a clickbait site, that's one of those stupid comic gate guys. Yep. Yeah. So he's also a racist and a misogynist site. Yep. Uh, Bleeding Cool reported it. No, Marvel is not taking over. First of all, the government would not let that happen. <laughs> Secondly, Warner Brothers doesn't give a shit about DC Comics. They, they have for a to. while. They just look at them as a license. Yep. They. I I will say this. I said this at one of our podcasts recently. I would not be surprised within two years there are no more DC comics, and yes. we just get a couple of graphic novels here and there, and they just license them for movies and TV shows because mm-hmm. that's all. Warner Brothers would never give up DC comics. No, the
2: only thing I can no. even see is it, having to do with uh, Disney or Marvel, is if they license their characters exactly. to do mm-hmm. crossovers, to do you know whatever, to have yeah. other pe- other companies write their, co- their but characters. But Warner Brothers
0: will never no. let go of that. No.
2: Absolutely not. Uh, also, speaking of uh, people being out, uh, Bob Iger is
0: out-ish at Disney. <laughs> Bob I, Iger stepped down as CEO of Disney, stepped down into more power. Hey,
2: that's what That's how, correct, yeah. That's how it usually <laughs> works with out. Disney, it seems oh, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I love like, all the girls, like, effective immediately. Well, not really. It's effective. He's stepping down, but he's going to be there for the rest of the year training the guy, and that guy now has to answer to him since he'll be the head of the board. Of directors, yeah, and he's gonna be he's gonna be the head creative officer of Disney now. Oh, yeah. so you
3: know. Well,
0: the, the the
2: funny thing is about that is that he was going to be out a while ago, yeah, because he wanted to step down. But with all of the uh, acquisitions and all of the mergers, mm-hmm. a lot of those were dependent on him still being the CEO. Well, the
0: the the Fox one, he legally had to stay on exactly to the end of this year. Yep, or or last year until uh, yeah. So yeah, he had to stay on as mm-hmm. well, but. Yeah, now he's gonna be the head of Disney creative development and one of the two heads of the board of directors, which the new CEO has to answer to him. So Yeah, it's, that's like, it's that's like being like, Hey, um, I'm not gonna be your dad anymore. I'm gonna become your goddamn grandfather. <laughs>
2: that's right. That's right. <laughs> now I'm only gonna be your dad, you're gonna to have to call me daddy. <laughs> daddy That took a weird turn. <laughs>
0: So yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Their stocks dropped uh, 3% today, yeah, which means nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah,
2: so that this was is... that. Uh, Candyman poster also came out. Yes. I can't wait. Candyman. It looks interesting. Yeah. Just cast yeah, the
0: same that's, actor.
1: That's Oh my God, please. But that is he did, phenomenal. Or he's
2: definitely in that well, movie. Well, he's, he's in
0: it. The rumor is that he is passing on Candyman oh. to a new person. Well, cause, yeah. Which
3: makes sense because that's like the whole point of like. Yeah. Candyman yeah. Yeah. is that it. It's a mantle. It, it, it's a mantle. Yeah. Oh man, that is.
0: Oh. That poster.
3: It, the poster looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Um, Jordan Peele again. Um, producing. Producing. Yes. It is him producing. I. I gotta look into the director, but. Um, oh, it's it's gonna it's
0: be
2: great. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I hope it's
0: cheesy as shit. Oh, yeah. I hope
3: it's so cheesy. I hope
0: we get another bee mouth kiss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that he really did. Oh yes. yeah,
3: he actually had bees, bees in, his in his mouth. mouth. That was yep. so crazy.
2: Well, yeah, it was a cheap horror movie. What I were know, they gonna uh, do in the nineties? <laughs> in the nineties.
3: I mean, that's I actually kind of wish they had
0: tried to CGI them because nineties <laughs> CGI bees would be hilarious.
3: I feel like that's just why in the nineties they just didn't do those sort of things. Was, was the well,
2: Candyman? Apparently, Man, they did. Was so. the Candyman director the one that was the pedophile, or is that no? A no? That was no. Jeepers, Creepers. Oh, Creepers. 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 There we go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. I knew one of them. was. I
0: still can't bring myself to see the third one. Uh. I wanna. Can't do it. It's such a it. good horror series, but nope. I don't. I feel like a you dirty person watching the third one. Yeah. Yeah. You get
2: the the Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. And then uh, I believe, let's see here, Mulan has been
0: rated PG-13. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's the first PG-13 of their live action remakes.
3: Yeah. As an adult, I like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know how you do a war movie that's not PG-13. That's, that's very true. Because apparently this is a hardcore, they're like, this is a war movie. We're selling it as a war movie. Yep. Uh, you kind of so, got to I mean, do a PG-13 at least.
3: Even like that transition from... Um, Oh, the song where they talk about the, all the women they want. Like, oh, it's yeah. Just a, a five was second for. clip, Girl Worth Fighting for, to like, destroyed freaking village. It's just like, even in the original. I was going to say, even in the original. Like, that was.
1: Oh, it was close. It was, Seeing that little dolly. I mean, it
3: was not thing. PG 13, obviously, but that dolly, like, oh. they got. <laughs>
0: Although, to be fair, be uh, fair, back in the day, PG-13 was not what PG-13 is now. I was about to Correct. say, I think Correct. if they
1: were to try and redo that now, that sequence would be gone if they wanted their PG th- yeah, PG rating. Yeah, like okay. It's very different okay. now. But yeah,
0: I'm happy. I mean, that gives me... I will say this. I have aggressively turned the corner on Mulan as more about it has come out. Of course. When it was mm-hmm. first announced, we even talked about it here. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to have the song. You're not going to have the dragon. Go fuck this movie. And then, like, so that first teaser, and I was like, oh,
1: okay, hey, well... hey, the dragon well. was a
2: selling point.
0: fuck you (laughs) Uh,
1: you're you're dead to us
0: Brian but then that first teaser came out and we were all like oh it's not bad actually then they released the posters I'm like oh this is actually like starting to shape up (laughs) well uh speaking
2: of not starting to shape up uh, last bit of news is uh bird of prey or birds of prey is uh not doing so great I haven't heard that movie did you Mm. mean Harley Quinn oh yeah I'm sorry yeah that one Harley Quinn 2 or whatever Mm -hmm. the hell they're calling it now uh it's not doing so great. The third week had uh, seven million dollars, is what they made Ooh, domestically. That's,
1: oh, that's so unfortunate. I still can't wait to see that. movie. We still haven't had a chance to I, see yeah, that we, because we we it. because we've been back from Japan for a week. Yeah. yeah, barely. And again,
2: from what I heard, it's not a terrible okay. movie.
0: Which, again, I just I'm gonna re I'm gonna say what we said last time. It's got to it's marketing. I still think it was marketed terrible. Taro- so after we did the podcast, I taught I was talking about it to Anthony some more. I'm like, what I would have done is, so apparently. And we're going to see them when it comes out on DVD. They made a music video for every single song on the soundtrack. Jesus. Which is awesome. Yeah. I would have had, since you've been working this with me for two years, I would have had for a year straight a new music video come out. Every every month. Month? On MTV on, Every month I would have made sure That Megan Thee Stallion And Doja Cat Were at the VMAs mm-hmm. Performing this For a movie coming out In four months yeah. yeah There's The market you guys Are trying to get There's an easy way To market to them And you did none of it I'm not mm-hmm. gonna
3: lie Those songs are really good the, It has they a great are, soundtrack It has an amazing Like I've, I've had it on repeat For like quite a while Same. now at least have it,
2: at least have them showing on like Hot Topic TV or whatever the hell they still have at the mo- at the mall, you I, know.
3: <laughs> I didn't even know the soundtrack came out until my friend was like, "Have you heard this?" I yeah. only
0: I knew it came out just because I follow Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion on Instagram, so they were like, "Hey, our video's out!" And then I watched it and I showed it to Joe and them I was like, "This
1: it was so You great. should have
0: had a video out and then said they put out three videos all within a week. I'm like, "Oh,
3: oh, that's so dumb."
0: They they the, okay those those two uh, performers you just
2: said uh, like those to me sounds like Grumpy Cat like. <laughs> Like yo, did you hear that new single from you know? Comed you know. Cat is dead, sir. Yeah. I don't. Uh. <laughs> Doja Cat is amazing. <laughs>
3: Doja
2: Cat, is so cool.
0: Uh, it's just amazing. So uh. hopefully
2: it it's not gonna do better.
0: Hopefully it does good in the ancillary market. Agreed. Yeah. But um, it just I don't. I, I hope, just feel bad. And this is not gonna be what actually happens. No. I hope the lesson that Warner Brothers learns is we need to start learning how to fucking market our films. No. And not. No more female films. Yeah.
1: I hope so, but
0: but it seems like Warner Brothers always learns the wrong lesson. I, they feel do. Like,
1: yeah. I feel
3: like the lesson is still well. Joker made us a lot of money, and I'm worried that's the only lesson they're mm-hmm. going to hear for the next five years is, mm-hmm. but Joker.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, let's uh, let's end this. So I'll do it for the news. <laughs> let's let's end this on um, <laughs> on uh, our our leaving of Japan. How did it go? So Jen, 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 you left. You left on um, um, about we, five days before us. I did. Um, so how was your flight back? How was all that stuff?
3: Um, so it's actually funny because I a lot of my problems were not actually you know the f- plane in the air. Okay. All of my problems were the plane will not get in the air, <laughs> and then I cannot get from one plane to the other plane. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, we had a beautiful time in japan i feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. we got very little rain or at least oh, until yeah. in, until i left it, especially then, what
0: it was forecast for oh no it even was, even it when was, it did rain it wasn't that bad actually it was you be, yeah. we were being misted on yeah. yeah
3: it really wasn't that bad it turns out it was all waiting for when i was gonna take my flight to leave <laughs> and then we were grounded on the tarmac in the plane waiting for the rain to pass ouch for an hour ouch. so i had so and then i got on the plane mm-hmm. um no real problems okay Um, watched a lot of TV finally saw Charlie's Angels Um, so did I totally not that bad I only only watched it because you guys said it wasn't bad and I totally agree it wasn't bad I actually don't understand I still
1: don't understand what the hell is everybody bitching about it's a crappy fun movie it really was (laughs) I will
0: say Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks does not know how to direct action though not (laughs) Not at at all all. but yeah it wasn't bad and actually I like Kristen Stewart the most in it
3: oh she did I really liked her I
0: mean the the plot twist is telegraphed from a mile away
2: Yeah. oh you mean the uh, um, uh, Charlie's Angels or the Emancipation of one Bosley <laughs> uh, <laughs> well Jen we had the uh, opposite experience of you yeah. so we took uh, did, w- was yours uh, American Airlines on the way back uh, it was American Airlines okay. on the way back so was, ours. so was ours so so we walked on the plane fine it is what it is we get on there uh, I happen to see Anthony he's standing up because they got to go on before us a little bit mm-hmm. and so, so I'm seeing him stand up I'm like okay and like I, I look and he's got like kind of a sour face which you know, we're about He's to you know—we're about to be on a nine-hour flight. Understandable. Uh, so then, you know, I meet up with them. I look to the left, and I realize our leg room is maybe about
0: eight inches. Yo, I'm a short person. If that,
1: no, I my knees were almost touching this seat in front no. of me. I'm t- I'm oh, so I am I'm so freaking know. short.
0: And not just that, we, it, we were in a tin can. The space between the, your row of seats and the next row. Was so thin that we had to walk sideways through the aisles.
3: Was it like you remember that um, that one time where we got put onto a shitty airplane because there was problems with our first was, plane?
2: This so was worse. tighter. This was tighter. This was oh this was probably the least amount of legroom or ever. or width in between seats I've probably ever had, including domestically.
1: Yeah, and that the seats terrifying. also were kind
2: of tiny. Like, oh, yeah. it was awful. They were very thin. It, it was, was awful. They were it, not wide at all. They
1: were they were so everything was so close to us. And I and I don't mean when someone tilted their seat back. No. Like if it's in regular position, it was so bad that when you put your your table tray thing down, they are not that big. We all know they're not that yeah, big. Yeah. They were almost touching you.
2: They were almost touching your stomach. Oh you my were, god. You,
1: when you put your things down, you had no space to do anything. And Brian was like, I can't even take my laptop out because you can't actually even open your laptop enough to where you could see the screen.
0: And then. Because it was so fucking small, I sexually harassed our way into not getting food service for a little while. We
1: totally oh. skip this a lot. Fucking
0: bitch. It she, was terrible. They, she got to know what flight she's on. So the person in the seat next to me so on the other side of the aisle had called for a flight attendant. So the flight attendant, she's helping her. And she's bent over. And when I say we had to walk sideways through the aisles just to get to the bathroom, that's how much space there was. I'm on the aisle. And so I think I was, I was trying to get my headphones unraveled. And I accidentally elbowed her in the ass. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, "Ugh!" I'm like, you see how small this thing is. If I was going to grab you on the ass, I'd actually grab you, not fucking elbow you. And she's giving this look of disgust. And then for like a, quite a few food or drink services, just didn't come to literally just skipped us. She yeah. totally
1: just skipped us. The first time it happened, I was like, oh, I, 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 guess, I guess maybe guess we that. all look like we're sleeping or something. I don't know. That's odd. But the next time around, it was for food. And it was like, hey, it, they, they just skipped us. Like, what? What's happening here? I don't understand. We're all awake.
0: It's like, calm down. You know how small this plane is. You know damn well. However, our LA flight.
2: Our, our LA flight. So then we had a JetBlue flight. Um, our JetBlue flight had at least double the legroom and double the so space awesome. in between. I'm not
3: going to lie. My JetBlue flight was freaking awesome. I hate LAX with a burning passion after my experience, but Agree. that JetBlue flight was it was great. It awesome. was awesome. I actually so, bought a sandwich because I, and it was very, very good. <laughs> it was very good.
2: So we, so we get back, and so then we left the plane. Oh um, And so yes. then, so then I, so I kind of like look back because we were we exiting the plane. And I'll, like I kind of look back, I'm like, huh, that guy kind of looks familiar. And so then Anthony comes out because he was a little bit further behind me, and he he comes up to us. He goes, hey, you look, you see that uh, that Duff looking motherfucker
0: over there? Oh yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is Duff doing here from Charm City Cakes? Yeah. And we're like laughing, we're laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we're walking, I decide to take my phone out. I'm like, let me just check something. I go to his Instagram and he's like just landed in in Fort Lauderdale for the something something food and wine in Miami. I'm like, "Oh, that's oh. fucking duff, guys." <laughs> so we're
2: like, "All right, that that's kind of funny." So we get down to uh baggage claim and yeah, that's that's totally fucking duff. Like as soon as you like see him, see him, he's wearing a Charm City Cakes
0: uh beanie. Uh he's he's the only shape a duff could be. <laughs> like <laughs> he's got a driver waiting for him that's got the plaque and everything. I wanted to get a picture with him.
1: For Jessica. For Jessica, but I don't want to be
0: that guy. He <laughs> just came up the same flight we did, which was five oh. hours long. And he looks yeah. you know. unhappy because our flight had the noisiest.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Our See, our Japan flight had kids on it that were the most well behaved kids I've ever seen on a flight ever. Agreed. They didn't make noise. The one little kid that kind of was getting antsy and wanted to walk around just walked around by himself up and down and didn't cause trouble. Didn't yep. Our ha- flight from LAX to here had the no- noisiest fucking four <laughs> kids. Yeah. Not going to lie, these didn't sound fucked up as we landed the one of the, the noisiest one Threw up and I was kind of
1: happy. Uh-uh. Dude, after watching watching the, the I think the last trip Brian it's and like I that we were in. on, we after I watched a lady have to hand her kid back and forth through her husband. I was with you on that. You trip remember, yeah, yeah, right? and right? Yeah. She threw the up Baltimore, on the mom, and then the kid just only all of the kids were just mean to the mom. Like the dads like chilling out with the with the kids that but are the, okay. The
2: dads chilling out. The one well behaved kid. The mom's got the two or three kids that are just not.
1: <laughs> they're not having it. And that kid watching that kid throw up on her three or four times. I don't think I'm ever gonna get over that. No. So. Like I just went back to there. This, That's I just went back to the dark place. one one
0: of the little girls had the most demonic laugh. Oh my gosh, she did! It was and great. she would just laugh for twenty minutes straight. It, okay, it, so it's like the, it's like an Annabelle laugh. It,
1: it, <laughs> it was, it was really great. Bad. I felt like we I felt like we were back in Minato, and then we uh, were standing near a speaker that was like, <laughs> like doing weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the flight
0: itself was nice.
2: Yeah, the flight itself was way, but you know I. As as much as we're bitching about, you know, the kids, I still preferred that flight because of the leg room uh-huh. than our nine yeah. hour flight that I couldn't get comfortable on Ever, to even at all. somewhat sleep.
3: See, yeah, my experience is like was the reverse because yeah. once I got off of the flight, then we were like already late. So we were trying to make it through customs. Yeah. I don't know why the distance between that gate and customs. Holy shit. A it's yeah. Freaking tunnel just forever. Yeah. Just forever. <laughs> it was a forever. And then, I don't know, I think since we got there so early, our baggage was one of the last ones to come off the thing, uh, and it took it forever, and then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're at the wrong terminal. We're dragging all of Priscilla's stuff, all of my stuff, were two guys terminals in, uh, down. Was
2: it Terminal 5 that you guys had to go to? Yeah, yeah. same as that. Yeah, yeah. We understand. And yeah, we, yeah. To we totally get
3: you. And then I get to security, and the thing is, is I pick up my ticket, mm-hmm. and I've got 15 minutes till the board planes, oh, uh, my the plane yeah. boards, and I'm like... Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla's got TSA. I do not. Yeah. I'm like, well, at least the line isn't that bad. And then the TSA person directs me into the secret line, which looks like it just goes around the corner. That's what happened to, what happened to Prime Cali. Surprise, surprise! It's actually three ways, and people don't know. I mean, it's 2020. Oh, did, um, you have to take your either. shoes also, off. Also, don't
0: forget that uh, there's no AC. There's no in way I, term, it was so term
3: hot. Term, right? I have no idea why that was. We we, we actually
2: didn't know that because we because we went through ours because we had t- TSA precheck. Mm-hmm. So so we go through and we saw where they were going when we were going through. Yeah. We're like, okay, it's right there. We turn around, we're like, huh, where the hell are oh, they? They
1: must have gotten up before us. They must. have know? So we
2: waited there for like ten minutes or so. We we're like, well, I guess they just went to the gates. Yeah. You know, you know, whatever. We couldn't see them. We were looking like so It we was very the odd. Gate and then what about. Twenty minutes to a half an hour later, here they come. It was like, how yeah. were you? They oh got secret
1: lined. The same
3: thing. Secret lined. I think they do that so you don't get frustrated with the security line. Um, uh, but at the same time, people like were the slowest freaking people. It was like, That's I'm sorry. It always is, is twenty twenty it is the year twenty twenty. We've been oh, doing this for almost to twenty take years off now. My you shoes? have to take off your shoes, you have to present them with an ID, you know. I watched oh, this you woman hit, in front I'm of
0: like, me. We were so we were like cattle being herded, to where we would go to security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman in front of me caused so much drama. She, no, no, she did not. The guy in front of her, she accidentally hit the guy in front of her with her luggage cart. And the guy must have been a soccer player because he just hollers out Taking and starts dive. freaking out. Oh my God, I think I've got hurt something. And then the security comes over, stops everything. I'm like, shit. So I ducked under one of the other little ropes and just kind of, I'm like, I'm not waiting here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, so, alright, so that was our
2: ending experiences Yay. from Japan, since you got to hear some of our good experiences. We'll probably talk a little bit more about Japan uh, over yeah. the next couple of weeks, because, uh, you know, it might be a little snow, a little snow, a little slow, yeah. uh, news-wise. A little wise. snow. A
0: little snow. We're going on that cocaine run? I
2: know. Yeah. We're going back to Otaru, baby. Finally going to do So, yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode, then. Um yeah, as uh as not always, we recorded live downstairs in our dragon's den, uh, i.e. one of our houses. <laughs> <laughs> uh in the living room. So uh so we'll see how the sound goes for all of this. We might we might yeah. juggle between our houses. We'll see how this goes. Uh but yeah, that'll do it for us. Uh you can find us online. Crispy Business Podcast, The Gram. The Crispy Business.
1: The Grams.
0: Pretty sure I actually just said it wrong. You God, probably did. Yeah, I definitely did. Actually, yeah. Pretty sure it's Crispy Business '93, but I'm gonna double check now. I think you're right because I definitely. Oh no, I was right. Oh, Crispy Business right. podcast. It business. I mean, yeah. What gotten to me? I edit okay. that out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Leave it in. He was wrong. Uh... <laughs> 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 Technically double wrong. Yes. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, as always though, my name is
0: Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen, and I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>
2: This isn't